Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skip it. There's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday. Smodcast with you on Tuesday. Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse. Fat Man on Batman every Thursday. And then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son. And those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man? Like Tell Em Steve Dave. Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey, man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up on This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man, Waking from the American Dream, Bagged and Boarded, Phoebe, Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod, or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Sunday night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. And welcome to Bagged and Boarded. You know, I've never uh, done it like that before. Really? I Yeah. In the hundred and... Ah. Bah. 61 episodes? I could be way off. I probably am. I should have... Let's do the math. You're good at math, right? You're Jewish. Sean's here, by the way, folks. I'm not good at math, and I'm only... Whoa, quarter you got more defensive yeah. about the Jewish thing than you did the math thing. <laughs> no, I'm terrible at math, actually. Uh, if I did uh, one episode a week, that's four episodes a month. Okay. Four times 12. 48? Yeah, sure. That should be 48 episodes a year. I've been doing this show for uh, do, 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 five years. So I should be on like, I don't know, episode 700 something. 48. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. Five. We didn't need the actual. 240 math. episodes. Okay. So I'm only like 100 back. Yeah. That's cool, man. You don't need that. Sometimes I think too too much is a bad thing. Like, too much of my dog. Can we start this thing. conversation. Oh, so how do you normally open the show? Hey, welcome to Bagged and Boarded. And how did you open it today? Hey, welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I did a real pregnant pause <laughs> in the title. Really, I was feeling really different. differentiating. I was, I was feeling different. Today, <laughs> really changing man. things up there, Colin. <laughs> well, that, that's my whole thing, and, and I don't want to get into it a large part. But I am, I am finally reinvigorated about this show, man. Why? I don't know. I like podcasting again. Um, I, I've <laughs> losing some outlets. I realized how much I uh, appreciated some others. Okay. I don't know. I just like doing the fucking show. It's easy. You come over to my house. Yeah, it's easy show. and fun. Like, all the other shit around. I got to do, I got to drive to fucking Burbank. Yeah, it blows. Like, this is on this side of the hill. So mm-hmm. let's do more of these. Um, what have you been up to lately? 
I've been working on this show. Can you t- can you say what show you work on? Yeah, I work on the show Franklin and Bash. It's on TNT. Can you explain what that is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a TNT show, <laughs> so you suck. so you've probably never seen it or heard of it, but it's a show starring Mark it- Poker After Dark. Yeah, was that a TNT show? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they so. would do a poker show. No, TNT is like basketball. Oh, they're like and like, and like Bruce Campbell and Bernada. No, that's oh that's USA USA. Okay, no TNT is like basketball and Rizzoli and Isles and Franklin and Bash and like Home Alone too. I feel like like don't didn't they used to show? They movies? used to, but. Now it's like now they're all about original cutting original? edge drama. Yeah, starring it's not TV. Zach it's Morris TNT. and the stoner from Clueless. I mean, I mean Garfield's dad. Brecken Meyer was the lead in Road Trip, and all Mark right. Paul Gossler was was in, in, was, was, was in Saved by the Bell. Name and, another thing. Uh, okay, NYPD Blue. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty big role. And on look, I'm not, I'm not knocking MP- also, I'm not knocking MPG right some now. Some other law show that he did before ours where he played a cop. All right, fair enough. Um, I'm sure it's wonderful. Sh- you have Malcolm McDowell, which is yeah, way, way cool. Malcolm McDowell, which is amazing. And Kumail it, Nanjiani was on the show. He was last season. Um, it's like about two lawyers who are like goofy in the courtroom and are willing to like break the rules and the law to like win their case, and then. And then uh, they get hired by Malcolm McDowell, and Malcolm McDowell is like this eccentric lunatic who runs a law firm who hires these two that's, young upstarts. Hey, that's so Malcolm. <laughs> Starring Raven Simone. No. That's the sequel. Starring Malcolm. No, that's the sequel. He plays her, her uh, caretaker. Um, caretaker. I wanted to pitch Disney a Raven Simone s- series, a Raven Simone is this vehicle. Is this a joke or is this a real? No, this is real. I want to okay. pitch Disney a Raven Simone vehicle called It's a Mall World. And it's about a girl who lives in and her parents own like a small mall in a small town. I think she's too old for that, but you should definitely pitch that it's to a mall like, world. Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. It's a mall world. I wonder if you could get sued. No, probably not. No, I mean, well, A, if you pitch it to Disney, it... Oh, never... Hey, there you go. It's a Disney thing. Hey, That's why it works. It's synergy, world. Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it seems like those shows, it takes place in one location. It's what those YouTube kids keep talking about. <clears throat> you just need synergy. Is it? Yeah. Synergy and boobs. That's what those YouTube kids keep talking about. <laughs> You're talking about the commenters, obviously. Yep. And the uh, N-words. Those talking, three things. They talk about N-word, N-word booze, and synergy. synergy. Wow. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. amazing. You know what I've been doing a lot of lately? What uh, have you been up to, Matt Cohen? Watching the WWE Network. Oh, me too. Uh, which is funny. Reliving because, my youth, basically. Because you're not a current day wrestling fan. I don't really love current other wrestling. Other than Divas. Love Divas more than anything in the world. <laughs> and uh, for those... And by the way, first of all, it's called Total Divas. Excuse me. It's Ease Total, Total Divas. Total Divas on the E Network. It's on uh, Sunday night's premiering. Um, yes! Let me, let me, back. let me, for the uninitiated, because uh, this... Let me initiate you. Right? To wrestling? Lay down, yeah. Um, lay down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Join our cool. <laughs> um, I've been back into wrestling for like almost two years now, and I'm pretty heavy into it. Um, and you know what? I think the thing that surprises a lot of people, and myself included, is the weird kind of crossover audience between wrestling geeks and just geeks in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think necessarily like everyone who listens to Bagged and Boarded is a wrestling fan by any means. But I think a lot of people are, and I've just never talked about wrestling. It's just a thing I've never serviced before. Because on Twitter and Facebook, people interact with me all the time about wrestling. Yeah. And I don't know where You've never really integrated it into the show? 
No, I've never done a wrestling based podcast before at all. But not even based, just like it doesn't ever come up. Like you've never I don't like think talked so. about maybe like... back in the day with Jesse because he probably watched <clears throat> Attitude Era a little bit. But like, no, I mean, um, I did a pilot for a wrestling podcast. I can talk about that now. Fuck it, with uh, Max Landis and Alicia Way. What happened to that? Uh, politics, man. Right, it wasn't. Right it wasn't for Smodcast. Um, and that's not. And that's just to say, like, I love Smodcast. No. Uh, it was just as someone. Uh, uh, there was an opportunity presented to me where someone was like, "We need a wrestling podcast," and I was like, "Here's a wrestling podcast," and they were like, "We don't want it." Fair enough. So they didn't get it. Um, but that is something I am still entertaining in the future because I really do like wrestling, and more so, I-, I like talking about it. So for the uninitiated, WWE Network is a... It is Netflix for wrestling, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's like a 24-hour live streaming it's network. It's not, though. And it's just to cooler go back, than Just that. to go back for one sec, though. There's a lot of stuff I'm really passionate about, um, <laughs> from yeah. ladies... To <laughs> to One Piece and like I I've had the privilege of guesting on the One Piece uh, on the One Piece podcast a few times, which is like the number one podcast in entertainment every day. The like a big big deal. Yeah, and those are super cool guys. And like that's just something I don't think I could talk about and make fun every week. Even though I love it, I love it from more of an academic level. Whereas wrestling. Even if you're the biggest wrestling fan in the world, there's a, there's an element of like this is silly while you're watching it, and I think that that just lends itself more to podcasting if that makes any sense. I guess. So, I mean, that's why I would still entertain <coughs> doing a wrestling pilot uh, podcast project, <laughs> as it were. Plugs. Yeah. Um, but but I've been watching a lot of the WWE Network. You said it's not really like Netflix. Why? Because it also it's it's like a TV channel. Like it's what Netflix makes it cool with is that, a TV channel. Yeah, it's like it's Netflix. It has the on-demand element of Netflix, but like there's a constant 24-hour stream stream of live or of like original or fresh. So or whatever if I want to watch a match, through. I'll go like, okay, WrestleMania 97. But the all the other time, like right now, if you go in my bedroom and you turn on my TV, it's on the WWE it's, channel. Right, I have it's a whatever program it's a 24 is on. Twenty-four-hour wrestling channel. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I also like that you can search like. <laughs> the other day, the other day I searched and I watched every AJ Lee match. And then I watched all of Every my... Every AJ Lee match? Yeah. Oh, that was on the network. That with, that they so had? So just pay-per-views and a couple Raws. Maybe. There was a bunch of matches. Were there like 30 matches? Yeah. And then I did the same thing for my beautiful Bellas. Oh, and... so you're only doing Diva stuff. That's it. I was only watching Divas. Well, I mean, I already watched... I went back. I watched... <laughs> I watched all... I watched the first like six WrestleManias, the first six Survivor Series, the first six Royal Rumbles, like the old school shit that like I grew up on. And then I was like, all right, now what else do I care about? You know what's really cool? And the answer and here's, is girls. Here's, here's a tip for everyone who has the network or, or might potentially... Uh, I, I, I got it. Someone who might potentially be into it. Uh, one of the like hidden secrets of the network is going to the vault. Because that is where they have like their documentary yes. programming. And you find... like They have like... A whole special about um, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Vince and the Screwjob. I like. Have you watched any of the panel shows? Yes, uh, the, Re- the Legends of WrestleMania. The 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 best one is the gimmicks one. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's just them talking the about the all their shitty gimmicks Those are that never old. worked. Those are fantastic. But it, but the other cool thing, and and this is, I watch a lot of like wrestling behind the scenes stuff and documentaries. I listen to podcasts. One of the coolest things in uh in wrestling kind of lore is is the concept of wrestlers court. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So, like a kangaroo court? Because I don't know what that means. It means like a fake court. Why does, why? Why is it called kangaroo court? Yeah. It was started by the Australians. Do you think that's true? No. 
Okay. I don't. So, I mean, I could look it up, but I would like to believe that it was started by the Australians. Do you think it's like the Twinkie defense? Like maybe one time, like famously, like they they fucked up and they they picked an entire jury that was only kangaroos. And like when it came time for the verdict, yes. they were like, oh no, guys. They were like, have you, has the jury has come to a verdict? verdict? And the, they were just kangaroos hopping, hopping around. around. They were like, okay, two boxing each other. Two hops for guilty, one hop for innocent. When I was in elementary school, I played a horse in the circus, and my trick was I could count. I did math. I was a math doing a horse. I dressed up like a horse, and the teacher would go like, we had a circus in, in kindergarten. Okay, our, yeah, you need to back this up. Our, what? <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I dressed up as a horse for the circus. Like the traveling circus came into town, and you dressed up no, as a horse. We did like a school. Sh- we did like a show for our parents in kindergarten, where we, we did, it like, was a, a circus. We did a mock circus. Yeah, that every, seems my elementary school did it every weird. year. My little brother did it four years later. That was okay. what you did in kindergarten. You did a circus, and the circus. parents came, and you did like they sat. All the parents sat in a circle, and the kids went in the middle. It was like a three ring, a, a one ring circus. And you would perform, and you could either be a lion or a lion tamer, or <laughs> one year I was a lion. If you were a lion tamer, did you get to whip another kid and hit them with the chair? You had it, you were four, so, but like, you get to dress up like a lion tamer. Interesting. And theoretically, you were leading the lion. So I was a horse, and I could do math, and so the teacher would be like, what's two plus two? And i go like, no. oh. with my horse hooves on the ground. Were you a two-person horse? No, just me. Oh. How does that work? Don't you need, like, the back legs? Like, I thought the whole... I was an upright horse. I was a terrifying <laughs> you were horse. Standing. I was an upright math doing horse. They should have shot it's me on sight. Terrific. Uh, anyway, so going back to wrestlers' court, basically, and I, I don't know the real history of it, but it, it, in kind of the carnival sense w- that wrestling started, uh, a lot of times the way wrestlers will deal with either in ring issues or out of ring issues, if if they're not too serious, is um is. Uh, they they would they would hold courts for themselves, like under Undertaker very famously is like the spearhead of all this. Like if you hear guys talk about the Undertaker, he is the the den mother of the WWE locker room. The Undertaker's court. Well, yeah. So so basically, <laughs> like let's say you got into a fight with an you were in the ring fighting another wrestler and he was wrestling too tight and he hurt. I just you. like that the Undertaker is a real bummer. Like we should have a very structured and strict <laughs> court where Everyone's we doing drugs and having sex with with groupies and Undertaker's like we need to go to arbitration. <laughs> They're like. Six hours of driving, and then three hours in the ring, and then they're driving to the next town, and they're like, so, how's it going? And he's like, you know what I've been thinking a lot about? Like, here's what's going. <laughs> the le- Checks and balances. Laws. The legal system. Talk it- to me about adjudication. Like, I just, I just love the concept that, like, there is a better show going on behind the scenes. In like, like the a early people's 90s. court style, yes, a people's court style wrestling thing with <laughs> Judge Undertaker and Paul Bailiff. Intric will arise for my Undertaker. Judge Undertaker. No, no, wait, wait, wait. First, it goes the, all the lights black out. Okay, in the wait, court. Yeah, wait. I'll, I'll put the music in. I'll put the music in. Okay, the lights black out. We're in, okay. We're in the court now. So it's not even the court. The no, ring. It's a the, locker. The it's, arena. It's, the arena is closed. The arena has emptied out, and they're in the ring. Yes. Yeah. No. The arena is closed, and they're in the ring. And Undertaker called out. The, the ring has been redecorated. Only Undertaker is in the ring, and the rest of the wrestlers surrounded lumberjack match style. Yes. All in suits. 
well, it's a court, by the way. Yeah. Undertaker's got one of those powdered wigs, yeah, curly he, he's wigs. Like a, he's like a British he's bailiff. Like a British, yeah, yeah. He's a British judge. He's got the robes, and then Paul Bailiff leads him out. Well, first Paul Bailiff comes out to the center and then of the, the ring. Music and he goes, comes out. Undertaker. And then, and then it goes. And he says, "Please, please." First he says, "Please rise." And then okay, and then he's like, the "Undertaker." Yeah. And then lights black out. And then they light, su- lights suddenly come on. Music. Undertaker standing in the middle of the ring by himself. Already and in and the center goes, of the ring. Will the court please rest in peace and also sit down? And, and they then, sit. And they sit. Yeah. And then they sit. He's like, well, right. But they don't sit because it's really it's lumberjack style. It's more like a metaphor. Today we'll be hearing the trial of Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mick Foley in the case of the missing tuna sandwich. Will the lawyers please approach the bench? Then who would the lawyers be? The lawyers would be. I got one. I got one ready. I am from, I've come from the prosecution thousands of millions of miles away to defend Stone Cold Steve Austin in these heinous charges. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. You, you're going to talk about, you're going to talk to to my Hulkamaniacs about Stone Cold Steve Austin and whether or not his tuna sandwich was stolen, brother. It wasn't stolen, brother. He ate it and he forgot. He's drinking all that beer. Mick Foley, just like all of <laughs> Objection. The warriors think that he's leading the prosecution. And it's Taker, does he sustain it or does he, or does he, what is it? Objection sustained or? Overruled. Bang. <laughs> they, just do, they do the chime every time they Taker do the rules on something. Gum. Bang. He's like, now I will hear opening arguments. Oh, you do a good taker. Now, yeah, do that again. Now I will hear opening arguments. Okay, ready. <sighs> Judge Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a good man, a friend to the little warriors from the furthest galaxies. And he's just wanted to eat his sandwich. And that heinous fiend, Mick Foley, uh, with the help of Hulk Hogan, uh, 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 stole his sandwich and ate it uh, in front of Mean Gene, who's a witness. Uh, will the will Mean Gene please approach the stand? You're Mean Gene. Oh no, <laughs> you're Mean Gene, dude. And and this is Ultimate Warrior. A cross examination. Cross examination. Yeah. Well, no, that's not a cross. Cross examination okay. be when it's the opening thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. I gotta put my hand. He puts his hand on a stack of Bibles. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. And okay. then Paul Bearer goes. No. He goes. He goes. Do you swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth, or so help you God? Yes. And then and then Michi goes. Well, I, I do. Mean Gene O'Curlin. <laughs> you claim to have seen Mick Foley eat the sandwich? Well, I, 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 I didn't claim anything. Uh, I, uh, I was a, um, all, all I did. Let me finish the question, Mean Gene. Uh, you, uh, is it true 
that Mick Foley, also known as Cactus Jack, also known as Dude Love. Oh, objection, Your Honor. Yes. Uh, well, why are we bringing other other character personalities into this? I thought this was about whether or not Mick Foley. We cannot. Uh, Mick Foley is not responsible for the actions of Dude Love, brother. My Hulkamaniacs and I will not stand for that. Sustained in hell. Bung. So let me continue. So is it true that Mick Foley, with the help of the devious one Hulk Hogan, made a plan to go into the Rattlesnake's locker room and eat his tuna sandwich? Well, I, I can't, uh, I won't be able to say whether or not he, uh, I, 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 all I know is that I saw the, uh, uh Mick Foley was leaving the, uh, locker room that belonged to Stone Cold Steve Austin, wiping his mouth with a napkin. The defense rests in peace. Bang! Well, now I would like a minute to cross-examine. Hey, hold your roll. I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna switch to, um, American Badass Undertaker. Hold your roll there, brother! I'm also gonna have Limp Bizkit in the background right now. Uh, slow down there, Hogan. Do you, does the defense have any closing statements or witnesses they'd like to bring up? Because typically you see more than one witness. Under, by the way, American Badass Undertaker was very casual. Just was into beer and bandanas. I'm just an undead cholo. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I eat my vitamins, I say my prayers, and I believe in the Hulkamaniacs. And I'll tell you one thing. Mick Foley is a good man who happens to be allergic to all kinds of fish. So I would like to call to the stand his personal physician. Yes, I'm aware. Dr. Isaac Yankum, DDS. That's right, his personal physician. <laughs> otherwise known as King. Yes, brother. You see, Mick Foley's personal physician is also a dentist because he's all teeth, brother. All right. Will Kane slash Isaac Dank Yankum DDS slash Under Faker slash Glenn Jacobs, the Libertarian, please come to the stage. Or to the uh, lawyers. Lawyers pew from hell. Bang. Do you, Kane, swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you go? Okay, I, I realize now how we messed up. Kane doesn't speak. Okay, all right. Uh, you know what, though? I'll allow it. In hell. Bung. He's nodding his head, brother. He's nodding his head. I want it on. Can we get the court stenographer to note that he's nodding his head? Yes. Will court stenographer Vince McMahon please let the... Will, will it please the jury to have Vincent K. McMahon read back the last few minutes of the trial? No chance, yes, sir, Mr. Undertaker, sir. All right. It said, I hate you, Austin. I hate you. You're fired. 
You've got no chance to back to what you've got. All right. That was the most fun I've ever had, Sean. <laughs> I hope people like wrestling enough to appreciate the fucking pageantry that just went on in this show. The dog is very upset. I would like to make that a recurring segment on Back to Undertaker's. Undertaker's Court. Undertaker's Court. Oh. We're going to have to come up with better cases than the case of the, of the eating tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> I mean, we, I was thinking off the top of my head, um, Paul Bailiff. Paul Bailiff. I was the ultimate lawyer. <laughs> I just have to work on my fucking impressions. I if think. I could do a better you Jerry the King Lawler, I would have done Jerry the, Jerry King, the King Lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> but all I can do with that is go puppies. It's puppies! addictive, dude. You know, will you do me a favor, Sean? Will you? This is gonna be a weird. Question. Put, put your hand on your dog. No. Will you take my dog and just like put him in my bathroom for a minute so he doesn't bark? Yeah. Sure. All yeah. Right, awesome. Let me go do that. All right. I'll vamp for a second. So. Uh, just to let you guys know, I wrote that entire wrestling thing. Sean had nothing to do with the creative. Pro- no, I'm kidding. We made that up as we went along, but uh, I had a lot of fun, you guys. And if if you haven't watched wrestling lately, get on it because oh, sweaty men's sweaty sweaty men's. Um, and uh, here's Sean walking back in the room, looking very confused. Have you never seen a bathroom before? <laughs> You're kidding. That you've never seen a bathroom before? No, dude. I'm, come on. What, what is that? Ladies and gentlemen, I think that role play affected Sean a little no, too no, much. No, 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 Because no. he's fucking really confused right now. <laughs> no, come on. Stop. Well, what? my Star Wars sheets? No. In the bathroom, dude. What's the what's the big glowy circle thing? What? Oh, oh, dude. I didn't even tell you it about like that. It was like pulsating. Yeah, and yeah. it was going like... Did I not tell you about that? You didn't tell me about anything. We talked about fucking Undertaker's Court, but I didn't tell you about the time all. The Wawa? Oh, dude, I've, do you know Etsy? The website? Yeah, Etsy. Yeah. It's like eBay for hippies. Oh. You're familiar with it? Uh, yeah. You can make, like, like people make, like, 8-bit bows to put in your hair, or, like, Zelda wallets. Sounds like the worst. What about it? So I was, I was looking on Etsy the other night, because I found out these um, LED dubstep masks exist. Which okay. are pretty cool. They they pulsate to the music, and I'm I'm enough of a stoner that I feel like that, that would I can actually use that in my life. Yeah, but you realize you'd have to put it on someone else, or you wouldn't be able to enjoy it. I would want people to enjoy me. <laughs> is is what it really you is. Want people to enjoy you. Yeah, I want people to enjoy me. Um, so welcome back and boarded, folks. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy Mecco. Uh, so anyway, dude, I was on Etsy and I was looking at <clears throat> LED. I typed in LED to see what would come up. Mm-hmm. And it was like LED masks, LED crystals. Oh, so it's like some weird light show thing? No, no, no. And then it said LED time maw. And I was like, I don't know what a fucking time maw is, but it looked pretty cool. It, it looks... Well, hold on. Let me break this down. Time, meaning clock. Like a watch. Like clock. Yeah, okay. or a clock. Or the passage of time. Can you use sure. the word or the definition Mor- of the word? Morse day and V. Okay. With Jerome. He held the mirror. He did. I don't think Jerome held the mirror. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure Jerome held the mirror and it was the reflection of the mirror that reminded them of time. <laughs> Is that where they got the time part of Morris Day and the time? <laughs> yeah. Is that every time you looked at the mirror, he grew a little bit older? Exactly. And, and then he, he was, would go... He was like, oh, right, time. I should be enjoying this more. Exactly. And then they would do Jungle Love. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And he would enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I think I want to know you in the present time. I feel like they bring out the mirror in between the bird and jungle love. I'm being, I've seen them live once, too. Do they really bring out the mirror? Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, they really do the mirror. Like, that's fantastic. Like, fucking, 
He does the whole deal. Morris Day like fucking fixes his shit. Oh, he should. He's also he got, got like eight capes and like costume changes and shit like that. Like it's great. <laughs> eight capes on at once. <laughs> he's like these are so heavy. He's crazy. Why quilt. did I commit to these capes? So anyway, I was so on, you're I was on telling Etsy. me that the other word maw means mouth. I I always assumed is that Spanish? No, I think it's French, Old English. I always assumed uh, <laughs> muddy. I always assumed that uh, you did a horrible job of keeping my dog in the bathroom. By the he way, he was afraid of the giant glowing circle in your bathroom. He'll get used to it. I keep him in there for like a half an hour a day now. So just... what exactly is a time wall? All right. To be honest, yeah, please. I'm not sure yet, but. Doesn't it look fucking cool? I mean, yeah, but it's right where your mirror would normally be, which is really weird. I don't need a mirror, man. I'm not a vain person. Are you look, a vampire? I went bald when I was 22. What do I need to fix up? Mm. I have a face? Okay, good. I still have a face. That's what my face looks like. Does that make sense? I... Mm, all right. It's not like but now fix... I'm going to wait till the next time I see you in the direct sunlight before I'm truly convinced that you're not also a vampire. You've seen me in the direct sunlight, and you've seen me eat, like, human food. Recently, I haven't. Not since you've installed the time mall where your mirror used to be in the bathroom. Well, okay, look. To be fair, there's a little mirror up on this uh, IKEA shelf. I unit. can also see your reflection in the window behind you. In fairness, oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, good. Right. Um, so you're not a vampire. Okay, I'm not a vampire. So I didn't. I didn't want a bath. I didn't need a bathroom mirror anymore because I was like, look. I'm not, if I fix myself up, I have a full-length mirror on the wall in the living room. So, like, before I go out or whatever. Of course. Like a normal person would. Uh, so You got to make sure that your shoes match your shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, the bathroom mirror, I was like, oh, let's junk it. And then I was like, wouldn't it be fucked? Because I already had, like, a lava lamp in there. And I have, like, if people haven't been over my apartment, which I hope they haven't. I mean, <laughs> um, have, I have, have a lot of listeners over. I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of uh, Christmas lights up and like stuff like that and like LED. Yeah, it's shit. colorful in here. Like, it, it's 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 pretty it's pretty Bonnaroo-y. <laughs> Um, so I was like, let's make the bathroom a little more hippy dippy. So I uh, bought this time off thing. It was it wasn't that bad. I think it was like I don't know, 180 bucks, which is a lot. But I was like. 180 bucks for that? That's not bad. But I was like, look, it looks, it's pretty big. It's a substantial piece. And, uh. To describe it a little better, it's about the size. Have you seen the movie Stargate? Of Stargate is what I was just about to say. Well, it's not the size (laughs) of a Stargate. Um, It looks like a Stargate. It's like, okay. Excuse it's me. The Not of... the Stargate from the movie. The Stargate from SGU Atlantis fifty one um, K fifty uh, one uh, K Battlefield. Right. That right. one. That one. It okay. looks like the mini. What do they call it? Uh, the Time Maw. No, well, they didn't call it the Time Maw on the show. I'm, I'm not saying what they called it on the Etsy listing. I'm saying what do they call it on on Stargate? Stargate SG Atlantis fifty one Battlefield Mini Gate. Minigate. Okay. Little minigate. You nailed it, dude. Minigate. You know how like, people see so the... So it le- looks like the minigate from, Star- from the le- Stargate, it's- SG-1, Atlantis, Atlantis 51, 51, Battlefield. Battlefield. K-Battlefield. K-Battlefield. Yeah. You're K-Battlefield. Right. Ah, I forget always. Ah. It's the K-Battlefield because remember, A through L, or no, A through M, were, it was all messed up from the original series. It was they the forgot thing. to number... K- it's like lost Doctor Who episodes. Yes. So regardless, end of the fucking giant story. So I am have- a proud owner of a Time Maw. What it does, I don't know. I'm kind of wary about touching it because I was brushing my it's- teeth and I noticed that like all of the water, when I, go- when I went to like wash my... rinse my mouth out, I don't use a cup. Do you use a cup? No. Who you uses just put a your cup? mouth under the sink, right? Yeah. You know how the water backsplashes on the mirror? Yeah. I was like... Yeah, it gets sucked into the mirror. I was like, why isn't it 
backsplashing. It's right. just going through. It goes through. Yeah. So I don't really want to mess with it right now. Also, dude, like it's Etsy. It's handmade. I don't want to fuck around with it because I'll probably break it. But it's probably not. Look, like, it's probably not the best made time mall in the let world. Positive theory. Okay. Time mall. Time mouth. I've always known maw to mean mouth. Like a gaping maw. Time mouth. Looks like a stargate. A mini gate. Stars. Time. Right? This is something to do with Jiminy Cricket? Yes. That's what I'm thinking. You think this is a Pinocchio tie-in? I think that you could get some type of conscience type creature to help guide you through your life out of this maw. The fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? So suddenly fucking aliens exist because I fucking bought a thing on Etsy? What are yeah, you on about? It looks like a Stargate. So, dude, a lot of shit looks like a lot of fucking shit. But not I a look, lot of shit looks like a Stargate. Look, I have a Dalek statue on my desk. It doesn't fucking move around and kill Doctor Who. It's not a real Dalek. But it's also not pulsating and glowing in your bathroom. Dude, do you I'll see what, what they can do with LED nowadays? I'm going to throw you your into dog a, into it. Have you, hey, fuck yourself. Have you been to a fish show lately? Do you see the yeah, I went with you. Do you remember the advancements in LED technology? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that the time maw is is that fucking special. <laughs> Let me pause it. Pause it another theory, another please. Another theory. The LED lights at the fish show do not absorb and suck in the water or anything hey, around them. did you throw water in them? No. Maybe, do you know what? Here's a fucking theory. Who puts water on a light? Maybe no LED, maybe all LED lights absorb water and no one's ever gotten them wet before and we don't know. So here's what we need to do. We need to get some LEDs, we need to pour some water on them, and we need to find out if it absorbs the water or if the water beads off. Deal? Deal. Bill fucking nigh, here we come. Well, uh, it turns out that not only do LEDs not absorb water, but I just ruined four glow sticks, and uh, I had a concert coming up in a few weeks. I was going to go see D and Verd, and uh, how am I going to get my Molly on, Sean? Who's Molly? Uh, it's an MDMA. It's a drug. I don't do I don't drugs. do it either, but no. I do mushrooms and pot. Hey man, pot. I do hey man, I do pot. I do pot. Hey man, I do <laughs> I do the occasional mushroom, but I don't do drugs. You shroom, you do the pot. Yeah, man. I'm a real shroomer potter. Yeah, I'm one of those crunchy granola types. Shroomy potter. Yeah, I'm a real crunchy granola type. Yeah. You know? Real hippie. I'm a super hippie. Here's what I'm about. You going to see Diana Word? Yeah. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous. Here's what I'm about. <laughs> what are you about? I'm about three things. Okay. Peace, love, <laughs> and peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Um, <laughs> so it turns out that normal LEDs do not absorb water, but you know what? This isn't a fucking science show. This is a geek show. So uh, let's talk about shit that geeks might care about. How about the Flash? Have you seen the Flash costume? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> I just took the sales out of everything I've ever Aww. said. Uh, I, I'm, you're the fucking Big Arrow fan. You don't with the Flash is not cool. I've seen enough superheroes at this point that when they show me a new superhero, I'm like, all right, that's what the Flash looks like. What about Mararoni as Tiger Lily? Thoughts? I don't even know who that character is. Th does she have tiger stripes? No, she's a Chinese lady. I don't. Know who Tiger Lily is before I dig myself any deep. Tiger Lily would be the Indian character in Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, okay. They're doing a Pan movie. I thought you were referencing a Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me go back a step. I've seen Peter Pan many times. Who the fuck is Tiger Lily? Tiger Lily is the Indian. 
girl? Chick. Yeah, the Indian girl. Where's there a chick? You've not seen Peter Pan the cartoon? Or read the Peter Pan stories? I know Wendy. Right? And then they I meet know. the Hook. Indians. Don't remember. On don't Never, remember Neverland? The... Yeah. There are Native Americans living in Neverland. There are... Yes. Yeah. There they're, are they're... Aboriginal Neverlanders? They're not Aboriginal. They're Native American. So they're not from there either. Well, there's not... I mean, they don't say that. There's just... Is the chief... You don't remember? There's like a whole section of that movie where they... Uh, John and Michael get like captured by the Indians, and then they meet the chief, and they smoke a pipe with him. Here's what I remember. And then they meet Tiger Lily, who is the who is the chief's daughter. Is that the love interest for Peter Pan? Yes. Well, not Wendy. The chief would like her to be, but she's not really. You know, I get it. She's batting for the other team. I I think so. She might be. They're in Tink. Well, no, I think Tink was into Peter. She's too small. He'd crush her. I think that's what she liked. No. She like instant death? She wanted to be tore up. She wanted to be fucked to death? Tore up from the floor up. Oh, no. Yeah. Tore up from the floor up. Didn't you see Hook? You're off the show. (laughs) Didn't you see Hook? Horrible. (laughs) Yeah, that Julia Roberts man. She wanted to get screwed by Peter Pan so bad that she she, became giant. She was wearing those come F me wings. Exactly. Come F me wings. No, so they, so there's a big... I don't, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't remember Tiger Lily. I also don't know who Rooney Mara is. Uh, Kate Mara's sister. I don't know who Kate Mara is. Rooney Mara was in Fincher's last movie, the... Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yeah. She was the girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay, I don't know. So the girl with the Dragon Tattoo... Is playing a character I'm not a familiar with. Is playing an Indian character... And people are very upset about it. Now, here's the thing. You keep saying Indian. Like a Native American Indian character. You she's, keep saying Indian. She's a white person. She's a Native American. <clears throat> there's, no the thing char- as a na- there's no such thing as a Native American Indian. In Peter Pan, they are referred to as the Indians. Yeah, I understand. They are Native American f- as we know Native Americans I guarantee to be. you. They, they are re- extremely stereotypical and racist I in the original they, book. They won't be in this one. Well... Because we've come a long way, and all those people have died. Not the point. And we don't want to disgrace their memory. The, the, the point is... What the point? There was a, there was a, there was a, a flare-up on the interwebs today about how it's not okay that they're whitewashing this character. Yeah, man, I wish they'd cast one of my favorite Native American actresses. That's like, my, this is my point. Wait, like... And... And that guy who cried in that commercial, who wasn't even Native American, it was Puerto Rican. This is my point. Name a single Native American actor. You can't. The one from Twin Peaks. I don't know his name. But the, but the point is, is like what? Uh, I don't understand why people Boo-boo are mad. Boo Boo Stewart. I also don't understand why it's okay to be mad that they cast a white person to play a Native American person, but then it wasn't okay that people were upset that Johnny Storm was cast as a black person. You said it wasn't okay they cast a white woman as a Native American person. You said everyone was up in arm. Right, but they were up in arms, and but it's being like it's like okay that they're up in arms. Like everyone's like, yeah, they should be mad about that. But then when people were mad about Johnny Storm being black, there was a whole contingent of people oh, so like, you're, you shouldn't be mad about that. It's okay that he's black. Stop being racist. So who are you defending? In this I'm case? just trying to understand why it's not racist to you said it was right, but. No, no, no. I'm not understanding. Because but in because, both cases, there was a reaction based on race on the casting. What is the difference? The difference is that they're mad that one character is white, who shouldn't be white. Okay. And they're mad that one character is black. And then they're mad that one character is black, black that shouldn't be black. So what's the difference? Exactly. So then why would why were there a why was there a pushback when people were upset about 
this black actor being cast as a white. There was a pushback. There was a whole group of people that were like, "How dare you be upset about this? It's not about race. Like, who cares if he's black? It doesn't matter." And yet today, the reaction was, "Yeah, you're right. She shouldn't be white. That's terrible that they would take a a, a person, a, a potential." I think we just nailed the difference. Minority it's the character of, started as a minority. That's exactly what they did. That's what it is. Is that yes. a character started as a minority and now it's not versus a character who started not as a minority and then they tried to make it a minority? Yes. Well, I actually agree. I don't. I think both cases to get to get mad or silly, but I agree more with the with the former in terms of like, it's like the Dragon Ball movie where they recast Asian people with fucking white people the girl from shameless or whatever um girl from shameless was in the dragon ball movie yeah emmy rossum was like the female lead in the mm-hmm. dragon ball movie um or or yeah any of those any of those i mean a- typically asian films more so than anything get, get whitewashed like uh, the new akira film it's all white people it really? still takes yeah it still takes place in neo tokyo but, but, but it's, it's all white people of course it's all white well, that's people. silly that's but it, stupid. But of course it is. Because it's, it, but to me, it's as stupid as if you're going to make a brother and sister, if you're going to cast a brother and sister, why wouldn't you just cast them both as black? Like, there's nothing wrong with them I don't being know. black. I just, I just think... Why, it, why, point, why make it more of a... Like, it's more of a racial here, issue to be like, oh, this is my adopted brother. Here's, and I want to leave this subject because it's, it's, it's weird I to talk about. I just don't get it. But here's my final say on it. <clears throat> I think... I think I, I think racism in itself is a fucking silly idea. Yeah. But I also think that if Michael B. Jordan was the best actor for, for Human Torch, fucking great. But if they were like, ooh, let's build up a little controversy here. That's my point. That, I think, is racist on the studio's part. I think it's kind of stunt casting, just much like Kingpin in Daredevil was clearly stunt, stunt casting. casting. Yeah. And it's fine, and like... I understand it on a fundamental level, but if we didn't live in a, if we lived in a different society where it wasn't stunt casting, there would be no controversy about it. Right. Does you know what I'm saying? Completely. If the studio doesn't cast a black guy in a role that has been established for 50 years as a white guy without realizing that they are courting some kind of controversy. controversy. And that's they're not just going, he's any other actor. And that's why I feel like they... It's reverse racism. And that's why they compounded the issue further by not casting his sister as like, all right, we've decided that we're going to go a different direction and the Storms are an African-American family. Like, that's just what they are. They're black people. Like, why couldn't that have been that? I just realized Johnny Storm being a black guy is kind of racist. Well, it's also, there was an article that I saw online. The title of the article was The Image of a Black Man on Fire. I I read that. Which is a phenomenal, phenomenal (laughs) title and brings up a lot of interesting (laughs) points. I mean, look, as as a... White kid who grew up in a in a, a upper middle class family. It's kind of hard to talk on that sort. Of I thing. mean, look, I, I'm white too. So like, and I mean, I, I'm not know. even really white, but that's another story. I'm Jewish, man. I mean, I'm Jewish too. Yeah, and Italian. You said you were only a quarter well, Jewish, I'm half Italian, and only a quarter Jewish. No, I'm half Jewish. What's the other quarter? There's no other quarter. What's that other quarter? I don't like to talk about this. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I just think we're at a point now. I'm not from the planet. Uh, look, it, 15 years ago when this all started, or even less time, I don't even know, when when all these superhero movies were coming out, I was every single image that went online was important to me. But now, like, Constantine TV show, I don't give a fuck. And I look, I'm still a geek, and I still love this shit, but it's just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. It's It's, it's not... Could be cool, it could be shit. I guess I'll find out when it comes on the air. That's how I feel. It's the in, it's not that I'm not into it's geek the build stuff. up to it. I'm not into I'm, the, I'm not into the internet rumor mill yep. culture anymore 
where it's like, oh no, Constantine won't smoke no. cigarettes. Yeah, it's on a fucking network television show. What did yeah. you think he was going to do? You're guilty of that too. Because <clears throat> you said, I quote, I don't want to watch a Constantine show where he doesn't have a cigarette in his hand. I said, I would, li- I, said I, would, I would like to see him with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. How could that, why? That's a bad message to send nowadays. It really Meanwhile, is. The, 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 the creator of the show has gone on record as saying that he's been fighting to get well, of a course, cigarette it's into a big the part show. Of, it's a big it's part of the part character. Of the character. It, well, and that's and that's my point. Is it's a part? If you're gonna do the character, then don't do that character. Adapt something else that doesn't smoke. But we're never. Why would you get adapt that? this character? You're, you're rarely ever gonna get an adaptation in perfect circumstances where the creator is just given free reign. You know what happens when that happens? You either get the Marvel movies or you either get fucking Watchmen. Yeah, but the Marvel movies are great. I know, but but if Marvel's involved. Yeah, but that's but that's my point. If you give if you give someone the, the the DC's biggest problem is that the only people they've given real control to seem to be the arrow people who appear to be doing it right enough that like everyone is you know pretty much in love with that show. I don't hear a lot They're of They're doing it right enough because how many fucking Green Arrow fans were there before? Do you I know mean, how I mean? many Constantine fans are there? Enough uh, to get vocal on the internet. It's got no it had, it what. Had a Keanu Reeves feature, and it was pretty hip in the nineties. Yeah, but the Keanu Reeves feature did one of the worst movies ever made. Right, and it didn't bring out no. But that character is more well known than Green Arrow. Probably when, in terms of when Arrow launched, I think you, John Constantine, just based on the virtue of the fact of the Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that people bitching about Constantine aren't the people who saw the Keanu Reeves movie. They're I not seen the anyone bitch about Constantine. People love that <laughs> fucking people shot. pushing for the cigarette. Aren't people that saw the movie? They're fans, the same way that anyone that would have complained about they, Arrow. Fans saw were just the movie. Fans. fans saw the movie. Yeah, but fans wrote off the movie as garbage. Yeah, but they saw it opening day for a showing. <laughs> that's not my. But right. But you that's not my point. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying the general population who doesn't know who Constantine is outside of the movie doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a shit. Anything. No, and they don't even know that he smokes cigarettes because no, he didn't smoke in the movie. They don't know who Constantine is. So what does it fucking matter? It doesn't. Just make a good show, I guess. Well, well, yeah, but but if we're talking about if we're talking about fans having a reaction to something online, I feel like the like Arrow has not gotten any of that. Even from the Arrow fans, you don't hear people going like, "Oh, this is bullshit." I'm a true Green Arrow fan, and like, in f- you yeah. did in the very beginning, and then the showrunners smartly like when people were like, "It's stupid that he doesn't have a mask on his face and he just has a hood." Now he wears the he's got the black shit on his eyes, like, like because they're listening as opposed to a lot of DC's other attempts at bringing their characters to life, where they seem to not really know what they're doing um, and not really care about. Th- the character, the fan the base, on, yeah, yeah it's, the pre-established fan base because it's a mathematical equation, and that pre-established fan base is rarely enough to make up twenty percent of the box office. Yes, except that why, Marvel has proven that you can appease your fan base and pull in a larger audience but, in an amazing way. And to be fair, to play devil's advocate, they're also doing it with the well, the most well-known established, which is why Guardians is really exciting because it's the first one that we're not. Yeah, and it'll be interesting if that movie does well. It's proof that. And like, people say people say Iron Man was an unknown when that movie came out. Go fuck yourselves. It wasn't. Iron Man was probably unknown. the fifth most yeah, famous comic yeah. character I mean, of all time. I would argue that not. I don't a lot think of people, people knew Tony Stark. I would also argue that not a lot of people know who Thor is. Uh, visually, I think. A 
lot of people the hammer. do. The Maybe. blonde guy with the hammer. Yeah. Like, those are the Well, those in are fairness, the Adventures in Babysitting did a lot for that. Like, people, like, he was a character in that movie without being a character enough that people recognized, like, oh, yeah, the Thor guy. Yeah, I think, I think your average pop yeah. culture-y, savvy-ish person is aware of all those yeah. characters. No one in Guardians of the Galaxy. No. That's Nobody. the first real unknown, yeah. other than the first superhero movie that started this whole kick in the early 90s. Blade. Who the fuck knew who Blade was? Did you know it was based on a Marvel comic when it came out? Nah, I'm a super nerd. I knew who Blade but was. But I wasn't, I didn't even really you know, know who I knew who Blade was, well. to be honest. Like a Punisher run? No, actually, from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon that Slash did the theme song for. Blade on it? There was a three-part story arc that was like Spider-Man meet, like teams up with Blade to fight Mobius, and or Mobius? Morpheus? The fucking vampire dude. And then Punisher shows up later in it. It was a, it was a great, great, great arc. Um, and that was how I first got introduced to Blade, and then the movie, but the thing is, is the movie was a good movie. Yeah, especially Blade 2. Yeah, and so it didn't matter that I didn't really know who Blade was because they made that character, like, I, my version of Blade now is only the version that I think of from the movie. Well, that's what I mean. So it's the so Guardians could be that. And Marvel tailored the comic after, post the like movie. Like the movie. To, to match the movie, yeah. Because who knew what the fuck Blade was before? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, look. So we'll see what happens with this Guardians. I mean, I think that's a real good test of like, does I'll Marvel give you the have checklist their shit right now? Ready? This is for anyone who's keeping a journal about me. <laughs> the upcoming superhero films, and if I give a fuck or I don't give a fuck. Get ready, Matt Stalkers. You give me the movie, All I'll right. tell you. Give a fuck. Don't Guardians give a fuck. of the Galaxy. Give a fuck. Captain America Two. Give a fuck. Batman vs Superman. Don't give a fuck. Uh, potential Wonder Woman movie. Don't give a fuck about. Um, what else is coming? You can out? even give me TV shows. You can give me whatever superhero shit. Go. The Flash show. Don't give. Oh, don't give a fuck. The Constantine show. Eh, I'll check it out. Really, you don't give a shit about the Flash, but you watch Arrow, but you'll check out Constantine. Yes. Weird. Why? I, I like Ollie. You I like Ollie, I don't and like you care about Constantine, but you don't care about the Flash. No, as a it's a fucking milk toast pussy. He runs fast. Great. Never cared about. No, I was never a Flash, and I was never a Green Lantern fan. It, when I was, oh, a kid. I hate that. I'm not a Green Lantern. They fan. were just like goofballs. Yeah, I don't care about the Green Lantern. It's like shut up. I can imagine things with my ring. Great, and Flash can run really fast. And you know what? I you know what I you know, so much so I, was I can imagine so I can so... imagine anything in the world with my ring. You know what Something. I'm gonna imagine? A fucking boxing glove to punch you in the face. With. And here's the thing: Flash is so shitty that even when I was playing Injustice and I had to play as Flash, I, I was like, sad. "What could his fucking powers even be? What am I just gonna run into the guy?" He punches a lot. Yeah, he punches people really fast. Really fast. Yeah, good for him. Um, Ant-Man, I give a fuck. Oh, Ant-Man. Uh, Daredevil. Dr. Strange? Uh, yeah. The, I could potentially give a fuck if the casting is right. The Netflix contingent of, like, Daredevil. I think I care about every Marvel Studios thing. Okay. But... That being said, I don't care about the X-Men franchise at all. I don't care about Spider-Man. Don't care about Spider-Man and Fantastic I don't care Four? about Fantastic Four. Hmm. So I hate everything that's DC and not Marvel Studios. I basically hate anything comic book related that's not Marvel Studios at this point. Well, because they haven't done it right yet. Look, at the end of the day, if, if they make this Fantastic Four movie and it's a fucking awesome movie, you'll, you'll care. You'll like, because you like Will fun I even movies. see it? Eventually. Probably not. I've not never, in the theater, I've never seen uh, Amazing Spider-Man. 
But it's not a fucking... If everyone that you knew and all of your friends that you trust were like, dude, oh, I guess so. Amazing Spider-Man is the shit. You should see it. You would watch it one day on TV and be like, oh, this is good. If Fantastic Four... People didn't say that. No, no one said that. It was atrocious. <laughs> I didn't see it. It was the worst. I can't wait for the next one. Spider-Man 2, many bad guys. Many bad guys. Spider-Man 2, many, many bad, bad guys. guys. Thank you, guys. Yep. And then, <laughs> no, you, it's actually Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Thank, thank you, everyone. Many uh, I think it's just it's oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Turn off the night. Turn off. Turn off the movie tonight. Turn off the movie tonight. Turn off the movie tonight. I am Spider-Man tonight. Did you see that movie? Which uh, the one? musical. I mean, what? Turn no. off the dark. No. You were living in New York. No, I wasn't. Had... Were you out here? Of course I was. I've been here for fucking seven years or something. Uh... That musical I was, started. I was definitely out here. You were out here already? I was definitely out here. I would have liked to have seen it. Uh, yeah, you like musicals. I mean, I would have just liked to have seen it for the spectacle aspect of it. <laughs> Who cares? I'm a, I'm, I don't give a shit about you, too. So the musical aspect that lost me at Bono. I forgot you two did the music. For me. Yeah, they fucking lost me. I was like, oh, a Spider-Man musical. They were like, written by Bono. I was like, bye. <laughs> See you later. Directed by the Lion King lady. I was like, goodbye. I want to run. I want to sling. Swing. I want to fly so high, do my Spider-Man thing. I want to reach out, grapple all over the place. I've got a mask on my face. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what that was? That was Streets Have No Name with (laughs) Spider-Man. Twist to it. In case anyone didn't know. (laughs) Is that a U2 song? Where the Streets Have No Name? Yeah. yeah. Are you I, a U2 I, fan? Nope. I really like U2. Don't like them. Yeah, they're great. You nope. don't know that song, Where the Streets Have No Name? Where the Streets Have No Names. Nope. Uh, I don't uh, like U2. Uh, uh, nope. I don't like U2. I want to run. No. You could keep yelling it at me, but I... I want to not. I want... Okay. <laughs> I want to tear down the walls. Because the guy named the band named The Edge. Not even Edge, like the, WWE superstar no, Edge. The Edge. And by the way, if you guys ever try to watch the show Haven on a sci-fi channel, <laughs> A, don't. B, oh. uh, when, when The Edge gets introduced as a character on the show, his credit in the first season is with WWE superstar quotations Edge. What? Yup. They credit That's a Stephen King show, by the way. Yeah, it's based on the Colorado kid. Like every three episodes, they'll be like, "Hey, we better go food shopping in Derry." <laughs> like those are that's the Stephen King reference. That's the references. Like yeah, yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, this is a crazy serial killing." Yeah, it's like that time when that clown dragged all those kids into the sewer. It. <laughs> Gong. Um, hey, Tommy Knockers. And then the guy just walks off camera. Hey, no, that's our buddy, Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. He loves boobs. That's why they call him that. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, hey, that's Tommy Knockers hey, from Avon. Hey, uh, I'm Tommy Knockers. Hey, I love that hey, boobs. Hey, Sean, you know my friend Tommy Knockers? Uh, he loves boobs, that guy. He's famous for it. Everybody knows that about Tommy. And then they have like... Uh, you know what's weird? His real name... Tommy Gazungas. <laughs> Why they changed the knockers? I don't know. You know, you know how it is in New Jersey, where the show where the show takes place, where the streets have the, no names, where the Colorado kid takes place in New Jersey. The show Haven, based on the Colorado kid, takes, takes place, place in New, New Jersey, Jersey, where the streets have no names, in a city where the streets have no names. 
So everyone's just lost all the time. It's like Japan. The streets don't have names in Japan. How do you find your way around? You don't. <laughs> Not once did I find an. We address. already did the, the, the Japan show. I hate, <laughs> I hate parts of your soul. Um, what soul? Uh, hey, so what about um, the Veronica Mars movie? <laughs> You're super excited about that, right? Here's how excited about I am. Uh, here's a. <laughs> Here's how excited about it I am. I can't even talk. Here's how else excited about it I am. I was going to make a tweet today saying, I can't wait for the Victoria Mars movie just to troll people. That's how much <laughs> I, I wanted Mars. everyone to know. I wanted the world to know. I've never seen a second of that show. I don't give a fuck about it. I was also going to be like, hey, where's the Clarissa Explains It All movie? These were because I saw I saw a clip on the news of Christian Bell and I was like, <laughs> Christian Bell? Christian Bell. Kristen. Oh my God. Christian? Christian. Christian. Christian, like. Christian. Like Jesus Bell? Chris. No, that's Christian. I'm saying Christian. You said Christian. All right, man. I don't know. Whatever. It's Christian, right? No, the fuck. Who? Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Veronica Mars. I also was going to make another joke. I do like Victoria Mars. I was a lot, also going to make another joke that said, hey. If this Victoria Mars movie raised so much money, how come they couldn't cast any actors I've heard of? This has been Tweets Matt Almost Made with Matt Cohen. This has been Matt alienating his fan base with Matt Cohen. Yeah, hey, Next, you let me tell you how much I hate Freaks and Geeks. I really do. You've never watched Freaks I've and Geeks. I've never watched it. That's how much I hate it. I've got it on my shelf, the complete box set, because someone, a fan, bought me it. And I was like, you can buy it. I ain't going to watch it, motherfucker. It got shipped to my house. Someone also once shipped me a book about Jesus. Problem is... Someone once sent me a religious book in the mail from Amazon. Did you read it? Addressed to Bag Deported. No, it wasn't about Jesus either. It was a Hare Krishna book. It was like... Oh, no. It was like the teachings of Maharishi Gupta Manuta. Wow. And, and like, it was like a $15 book. Like, they sent it to my... They sent it to... Uh, the old view askew offices. I remember really? this now. One day, uh, Megan Quinlan, Kevin's assistant, was like, "You got a package," and I was like, "What?" And it was a fucking like uh, Hari Krishna book. Well, I mean, I'm sure one of your fans sent it in. Yeah, so man. you should thank them. Thank you, Hari. There you go. <laughs> it was Hari Krishna. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> Little Harry Krishna. Leary. Leary. <laughs> I don't know what just Timothy happened. Leary Krishna. Timothy Leary Kirshner. What is happening with this podcast? Um, My grandfather's name was Myron Kirshner. Oh, dude. Do you know what? I feel bad for my dog. Will you do me a favor? Will you go um, let him out of the bathroom real quick? Yeah. All right. Awesome. And while Sean's gone, yo, guys, uh, I don't know what you think about him on the show, but it's all right. Sometimes he did a good, he did a good mean gene. Um, and uh, he lets my dog sit on him. So there's that. What's taking so long, Sean? Which almost rhymes. Hello? The fuck? Oh, this fucking dude. Um, hold on one sec. Sean! Dude! Hello? Sean! Wait, uh, alright, I don't, I don't get it, but Sean left, 
Well, I'm only... Oh, I'm only so confused right now because he would have had to walk out the front door and I did not see him doing that, so... Um... He's probably fucking hiding under my bed. You know what, guys? Let me wrap up and find this fucking idiot and... Sean! Come on, dude. It's not funny. Sean! All right. Um, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a really fun episode. I uh, hope you liked it. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back every week. We're doing this show again. You can find me on Twitter at CamelToad. Uh, it's basically it right now. Check out my YouTube channel. Sean, if I ever find him and he ever fucking tweets again, you can follow on Twitter at Sean Writes. Uh, S-H-A-N-S-H-A-W-N-W-R-I-T-E-S. And CamelToad is uh, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D. And that's how to spell words. Um... Sean, come on, dude. I'm letting, I'll let you fucking plug your stupid comics. I'll talk shit about your comics if you don't come out. You fucking comic with the bird girl. No, nothing. All right, let me, let me find out what this asshole's doing, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, I'm not coming. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bag and boarded, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, I can spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm out. Cohen, I'm the geek master. Got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making love my Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's folks on the green on nothing. Quick stop at night, turns storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bones. It's reaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted So now we present to you another bag of boards Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, yeah! This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio Sir, only at Smodcast.com <laughs>